I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll be there in a second. I'm here. I'm here. It'll just take me a second. I'm doing this thing. It's okay, though. Our guest isn't here yet, either. So I think it's all going to work out. But I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, hello. Oh, the timing's amazing. All right. We got that up there. We got this over here. <laughs> Who is this? It is me. <laughs> Come on in. Oh my gosh, the timing has been amazing lately. What is happening? Um, all right, I think we're starting the show now. I think we've already started the show. I think we're live. I think we're good here. And uh, double check while our guest comes upstairs. And yeah. I'll let that get going. Uh, welcome back to the Late Night Playset. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. My name is Jay Ryan. Uh, our guest this evening is a guy. It's a little bit. It's a little bit of a melancholy night. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure where to start. Uh, our friend Sid is going to be here. Our friend Sid Pandy, and uh, our friend Sid Pandy is a Porsche guy. He's a, a, a very big uh, part of the Porsche community here in Los Angeles, and he is uh, leaving us. He has to go back to his home country, uh, back to Dubai, and he uh, something to do with the visas in this country and all that. We're going to talk all about that, but um, we're going to have a great conversation and sort of a send-off with Sid this evening. So I'm happy that he's here. I'm so happy that I get to see him in person, especially during distancing and everything, but uh, oh, we're going to miss him. So <laughs> he's coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, we also have uh, tonight, it's uh, Thursday, so there's a TBT and... Uh, there's an East Coast feed, I think, if we want to get to it. Um, that's about it, though. Mrs. Ryan's on assignment. It's a little bit low-key. I have been at the smoking tire all day, and uh, I am not going to show you photos because I'm sure he'll be posting them in a little bit. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Can you hear me? Come on in, Sid. <laughs> well, he'll in a moment here when we don't. There you go. Come on in. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Oh, it's so nice to see you. Come on in whenever you're ready. There's no rush at all. Get yourself situated. She's uh, No, just come on in. We're already live here, so whenever you feel like it. Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, come on in. I'm going to get you a water. Why don't you get yourself situated and make sure the mic is where you need it? Thank you. <laughs> good to see you, brother. Good to see you, too. <laughs> that was awesome. Doesn't happen always, but when it does, it happens right. <laughs> that worked out. This is fresh, obviously. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, my gosh, it's good to see you. Um, I was just letting everyone else know kind of what's going on, you know, uh, that uh, you're a big part of the Porsche community. You're a good friend of ours, and uh, we're so happy that you're here. And then the melancholy side of we have to say goodbye, at least for now, at least for in person for now. Yes. Uh, I told them we're going to talk all about that because there are details probably I don't even know. And <laughs> I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but this might be your last stop. <laughs> it, it might be. Um, one of the few last stops, definitely. But before we begin, sure. it's a little something for you. Oh, you came bearing gifts. This is what you're such a classy guy here. All right. Um, thank you very much. I should open it on the show, obviously, right? Feel free. 
Oh, wow. So that is Hurley Hayward driving the Brumos 917 down the corkscrew at Rensport. Holy cow. This is the corkscrew? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, so where are you to get this photo? Like in the tree? Yeah, literally in the <laughs> really? tree. Yes. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful and very frame-worthy. And I'm, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is just absolutely awesome. You're such a classy guy, Sid. <laughs> I try not to spill water all over this now. That <laughs> I'm like, like that I made sure you had a drink right before. Well, I guess we're both, uh, we're both good for hospitality, making sure the other one's comfortable. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Uh, going through a period of organized madness. I was trying to think of the best way to frame the entire thing that's that happened over the last six weeks, and especially the last couple of days because I've been running around. All the the fun uh, time is essentially behind me in terms yeah. of meeting people, having a good time. All the thank Where, you. you can bring it to you wherever, it okay. is so it's yeah. comfortable. There Perfect. you go. Yeah. So I um, still see your beautiful face. Very handsome. There we go. It's just like now it's all about packing emptying the house, putting stuff in boxes, and then getting on a long plane ride home. So it's the real-life stuff. It like is. Like our, our next-door neighbor is moving right now. He's moving to Hawaii Okay. by choice. A little bit different, but he's going through all this stuff, and it's like he did all of the the big things. Now it's yeah. the real life. Like somebody has to put your stuff in boxes yeah. and, and label everything, and yeah. that's where you are? Yes. Yeah. I actually got the boxes this morning, so. Does it seem real yet? It never felt unreal, to be honest. It's It's been weird because when I first found out the news, it wasn't as if it all came crashing down on me, if oh. that makes sense somehow. Um, it does, but I would think it would have. Yeah. And I I didn't stop working, so I think I worked for 10 or 14 days after I found out the news. And um, Should we back the story up? Sure. I mean, you came here, and, and forgive me, because no. you know, I, I didn't really think we were going to tell the whole thing, but I feel like almost we should to do it justice, because you came here a couple years ago with these intentions, and then you did everything right to fulfill <laughs> these. You know what I mean? I feel like that sort of needs to be exposed, too. So you That's came to this country with what intentions? Um, I came to uh, further my education, basically for higher education. So I came here in 2013. And when I say here, I mean Madison, Wisconsin. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a big change from... Tommy boy. Literally. Uh, a big change from my hometown of Dubai, which is where I was born and raised. And uh, wow. I was at the University of Wisconsin-Madison for four years, did my undergrad in uh, strategic communications. And then immediately after that, came to LA to do my master's in PR at USC. Uh I graduated last year in May and was hunting for a job for a couple of months. Got a great gig at a, a PR agency in uh, Moorpark, Con Media. Great gig. Worked there for five months. Um, it was it was a great experience. Some of the opportunities that came my way while working there, it's still hard to believe. I mean, mm. one of the things was we um, we had to fly to Riyadh for the Global Auto Salon, which was a show that was taking place for the first time. And especially now you think about it, after the last six months of COVID lockdown, it's hard to imagine. Mm, yeah. But uh, it was a great experience. But I want to say the first week of Feb, I found myself looking for a change. So I ended up leaving. And 
I was hunting for a job for a couple of weeks and just at the end of Feb, I want to say the last few days of Feb, maybe even the first week of March, I ended up joining a company in Irvine uh, called Incipio Group. They make phone cases, phone accessories, oh, all of sure. that. Great company, great people. And coincidentally, just before I joined them, they introduced lockdown. So I never ended up going into the office for a single day of work. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was an experience. Yeah. So you've been home. working for this company, but not actually there. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's cool. And especially being in a marketing position. And more from a personal perspective, when you're selling accessories uh, for a phone and like um, uh, phone cases, etc., I'm one of those people who is visual but also needs to feel the product. Oh, is it the tactile, tactile nature, sure. Exactly. And for the first month or so, that kind of drove me up the wall because I was marketing these products, but I don't know how they feel. Yeah. And my boss uh, was very kind, and he said, there's a photo shoot. The photographer's got his own space in the office. He's got, like, it's part of a basement bunker-style office. <laughs> so he's like... Regular people don't go there. You're safe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The photographer was just chilling, doing his own thing, and creating some great content. So he's like, Sid, why don't you spend a day with him? You can give him some direction, get the content that we need, and you can spend a day in the office. And you spend some time with the products too, right? I Which did. is what you need. Right. And made a world of a difference. Like, it kind of gave me the fuel to keep going for the next two months. Um, but overall, great gig. Uh, for the first time, I was put in a, a managerial position, so I had a lot more responsibility. Oh. I wasn't leading a team or anything, but I basically became the point man for that particular brand, which is one of three under the Incipio umbrella. And uh, it was great. I mean, from every angle. Even the working from home, I kind of got used to it. I got a hang of it and uh, just communicating with people, making sure that the lines of communication are open at all times. It was great. Mm. And then the end of June, um, it was a Friday. And I was, I was on the 405, I remember, because it's one of those vivid memories you don't forget. Sure. I was on the 405 and I got the call from HR. And they were like... Hey, Sid, how's it going? I'm like, oh. doing well, but... Can you get to the point? <laughs> exactly. Because when, when you get a call from HR, it's like, okay, what's yeah. going to happen? Uh, and uh, not booking your Christmas vacation, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> exactly. And um, the HR manager, really nice lady, she was like, uh, have you heard the news? Oh, like, great. What We're news? all getting raises. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that over anything, but... Um, she's like, have you heard the news from this morning? And I was like, mm, no. She said, okay. Um, the president's basically shelved the entire work visa application process till 2021. I'm like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, translation. Um, translation. And sh she's like, we won't be able to keep you on legally. And we're not going to obviously go, um, we're not going to blur the lines or anything. And I, I said, I completely understand. So it's out of their hands, basically. I mean, if they want to go by the rules, this is what they have to do. It's right. not like, yeah, nobody yeah. wants to do it. Right. Ugh, the tied hands thing. It's like you can't even be mad at, at, at the person who's giving you the bad news. You no, know? you because Just the messenger. Completely out of their hands. And um, I was like, okay, fine. So my mind went into crisis management mode somewhat. And I was like, 
okay, I know that July 10th is the last day that I can work there legally. And I said, fine. You know what? You guys have really stuck your neck out for me because they had applied for my visa. They had spoken to the immigration attorneys. I couldn't have hoped for a better situation oh, wow. before this. They were fantastic. I said, the least I can do is work till July 10th, try and make the transition process as smooth as possible and make sure that all the loose ends are tied up. They were grateful for that. And uh, that's basically what I ended up doing. Wow. So July 10th was my last day. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. And I didn't find out it till I would say probably just after that is when you sort of made it public when you sort of said hey everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so we're gonna start having some goodbyes soon yes um i don't even know where to go with that i don't know where to go with that i i i, I hate it i'm sure there's a reason for it but it's well above my pay grade <laughs> i certainly don't understand it it's just one of those things <laughs> so you're not alone this is happening to obviously Many, many people. Thousands, actually. I would guess. Is yeah. that what, the, what it is? Thousands, maybe tens of thousands. It is, because majority of the people that this is affecting is your, a lot of Asians, a lot of Indians um, who've come here, who've been educated here, or who've just come from their hometown, wherever that is, in India, Dubai, elsewhere, who've uh, come here looking for a better life. And they found a job their employer has applied for the job, uh, which isn't cheap, and there's a lot of work involved. They've applied for the job, and these are people who are skilled. So you're talking about, on the upper end, you're talking about people who are at Google, Apple, all the big tech companies, Amazon, who've suddenly been told, you know what, sorry, the visa's not going to work out, you're going to have to go back home. So... Yeah, that's and, and now, not right like now. in six months when we figure this out. Like now, yeah, bye. Yeah, mm, wild. Yeah. It is wild. What I mean, I don't want to have you. I don't want to dig too far into your politics <laughs> no, no, no. or anything. But I mean, how do you feel shy of the personal uh, uh, you're dealing with as yourself? Yeah. What do you think about the? policy do you understand any of it uh is there a bigger picture that i'm not seeing that you maybe see like, i don't think so perspective? i mean look I, I i understand where people are coming from when they say buy american hire american and to a certain degree there is some merit to that because you've got all these uh brands that we've seen over the last five years that make uh, that are into leather that do boots all that kind of industry and american made uh is great because stuff like Red Wing out of Minneapolis, those guys, there's a reason why their boots are popular and not many other brands outside of where they do their thing can accomplish that. But at the same time, there's so much, there's so much um, knowledge, there's so much uh, advancement that can be made if people brought in uh, skilled labor from outside. And when I say skilled labor, I... I'm throwing a very wide net. But there is some merit to having people come in from outside and do certain things that uh, you, as, like, Americans um, may feel... Sorry, I'm trying to be politically correct here, but... No, I get it. it it's a perspective thing for me. I, I just... Uh, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But there used to be a thing called diversity, and we were all working towards that, and... Um, some of us still are, yeah. <laughs> and, and some just aren't at all, I guess. And, and I guess I just have to personally figure out how I feel about that. 
because I have a hard time with it. You know, I've got a big heart that I tend to wear on my sleeve, and yeah. uh, people hurting hurt me. Um, and I'm not saying you're hurting, but this situation hurts me because it affects someone I care about. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that I'm not alone. My gosh. All right. So making this a little bit more positive, uh, nobody wants to see you go here. Nobody from the car community. So that's nice. That's got to feel good. Really, really good. I, it blew my mind because I've, I've, this is uh, something that I've been telling uh, close friends. When I made that announcement, it was uh, twofold. The reasons behind that were twofold. One of them was I want to hang out with as many people as I can before I leave. Before you go, sure. Because I'm not saying I won't be back, but it's I'm not going to be in the country for a while. I'm not going to be able to see them for a while. So let's have it's a good time. It's definitely goodbye for now. It is. It is. So it was I want to hang out with you. I want to spend time with you, have some meaningful moments, and then at least that is something I can take back home with me. The other side of that coin was um, over the last – I've been in the States for seven years. And I, when I was in, at uh, university, both in Wisconsin and at USC, I used to go back every summer and winter. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening in Dubai. But because I've been out of Dubai for the last 18 months, more than 18 months at this point, I've kind of lost touch with certain people. And I've uh, – like I'm not plugged in like I used to be. Yeah. So there's a lot of this cool is its stuff own happening. legitimate problem. You can't go home again, <laughs> pretty much. Right, and um, it was more along the lines of all my Dubai friends uh, and other people in Dubai. If you've got a project in mind and you've thought of me, even on the very peripheries, like maybe Sid could do this. Hey, I'm coming back home. I'll be more than happy. I'm your to guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, that was. Those are the two reasons that I made the announcement uh, with. And the reaction blew my mind, literally blew my mind. It was, one, incredibly heartwarming because I didn't know or I didn't expect people to care that much. Mm -hmm. And this is a personal thing as well. Um, I try to play stuff down as much as possible. Yes, you're very, very (laughs) subdued, very understated. You're very classy. Thank you. (laughs) And... That that was one of the things. I, I didn't expect uh, there to be such an outpouring of um, outrage for one uh, Political for one outrage. Thing. Political yeah. outrage. Like, sure. this, this, this is horrible, and why should you have to go through this? Another thing was, Sid, we miss you. We're really going to miss you. We've had some good times together. It, it, it was amazing. I mean, I, I made the announcement, and then immediately after that, um, I remember telling John. John was one of the first people. John, John Benton. Benton. Yes. Of course. Yeah. I remember telling him. Can I tell you something? You've graduated, sir, because it, whenever we used to talk about him, it was always Mr. Benton, Mr. Benton, yes. Mr. Benton. So now it's John. Good it's, for you. I'm yeah, glad yeah. <laughs> a couple of days before you depart, yeah. finally got on a first date. I still don't call him John. I was like, Mr. B. Oh, Mr. okay. B. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because you're so respectful. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I remember telling John, and uh, I remember hearing him going, this is horrible. This sucks. I won't repeat what he said in the phone oh, yeah, because, yeah. yeah. He's had a bad enough year. Like, this, he didn't need this news. <laughs> I agree, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I felt a little sorry uh, uh, telling him, but uh, one of the first things he said was, we'll figure out a way. And then eventually, as it dawned on him that it might not be easy, he said, don't worry. We'll make sure that we have one amazing party to send you oh, off. That's what he knows how to do. I agree. I fully agree. And that is what happened um, last weekend on Saturday. 
I've got a couple here. Should we talk about the Motoring Club one first? Yes. Or do you, should we do Benton first? Uh, let's do the Motoring Club first. All right. Talk about the Motoring Club, and then we'll take a quick break while I do a couple announcements, and we'll play a video, and then we'll come back and talk some more. Sure. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah so the Motoring Club, I, I did get to see you at that one. Yes. Yeah. It was a couple Sundays ago. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. Not this. Not the not, previous one, one ago. Right. Um, and I, I met Mike for the last time yesterday because I stopped by. Um, just to see the club, say bye to him. And I was telling him, I still remember the first day I met him. I was at an auto conduct show um, at the Donut Media HQ in El Segundo or Torrance. Okay. And this gentleman walks up to me in an orange shirt, a cap, and uh, blue jeans. And I remember he was driving a blue Audi SQ5. Oh, I know who it is. With New York plates. And a meatball on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. The white meatball. <laughs> yeah. That I was love the that car. Truck. <laughs> yeah. And it used to hustle. Yeah, he did. But um, I remember meeting him and I remember him telling me about this concept. And I was intrigued. And I said, Any way I can help out, let me know. And then, of course, uh, we saw the location. And then I remember watching him personally polish the floors after laying the uh, epoxy or the, the primer on the floor. That guy became my hero with everything he did himself for he that was project. Amazing. And how well it turned out. Yes. Yes. I, like, I remember him telling me the day that they opened officially, I walked up to him and I could see he was tired. He's like, dude, I've been up since 5 a.m. I, I can Like for see a couple it. nights in a row, he was doing like all-nighters with the floors and getting the furniture and the pictures everything. on the walls and everything. Fantastic. They painted job. the whole place too, I think. They did. They did. <laughs> I remember looking at it before they actually They took a wall down or put a wall up. There was all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yep, yep. The bar area was completely uh, redone. And I remember being there for the opening night. It was amazing. And everyone said... This is a great space. It's a great concept. And Mike is the right guy. Yeah. I remember being there for the uh, premiere of Twin Sparks that Jeremy uh, shot with John and Bart. That was a great night as well. And it became this great meeting place for community and culture surrounding cars. Yes. Done very tastefully. Uh, and unfortunately, I couldn't go there as much because I wasn't on the west side. And very soon, I moved to Simi Valley. Coming down from there was a trek. But whenever it's the same thing for us. We love it so much. And whenever we're over there, we totally go. Yeah. But it, 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 it's not as convenient right. to go yeah. hang out. Like we, if we still lived over there, we say it all the time, we'd be there probably every day with coffee yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, number, like I, I went by a number of times, got to know him, got to meet some great people there. And then when I broke the news, John said, okay, we're going to do the party. And then Mike reached out and he's like, what weekends are you free? Um, and I gave him the weekends. He's like, okay, we want to do a Sid Cars and Coffee. Yes. I was like, are you guys sure? I mean, it's like, yep, we're 100% sure. Uh, you're OG. You've been there from day one. And uh, we definitely want to send you off the right way. I was like, that, that's an honor. Thank you very much. It, it'll, be, it'll be amazing. And um, it was a simple thing. They put it out to their member list through the email, uh, put it out on Instagram, and... Um, I remember getting there, and the cars were already lined up. Mm -hmm. uh, Maria was there. Um, John and Brenda showed up with the Unimog. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Ian and Olivia, John's son, daughter-in-law were there. I mean... Everybody was there. Everyone. Yeah. And I thought we were getting there early, and it was packed already. Yeah, it really was. And I got to see a lot of people, some for the last time, some I would meet again, but... 
it, it was amazing. There, there was nothing more that I could ask mm. for out of that day. That warms my heart. Yeah. I, I went back home and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm very fortunate to have met all these people today, but more importantly, to know at the very end of the day that people care and people care this much. Yes. means a lot. Ugh. When I, this is not even close to a, a, the same thing, but when I was in, it would have been uh, halfway through sophomore year, I switched high schools. Right. Different, different district, different whatever. We moved. Uh, uh, it was one of those things where you, I, it was like you, you passed a book around. It was sort of like it would have been a yearbook, but there was no yearbook, so it was just an empty uh, uh, spiral notebook type of thing. Right. But I passed it around, and then everybody kind of wrote something, and I sort of thought like, oh, there'll be like 20 or 30, you know, out of a school of, you know, 500 or whatever the heck it was. It was like there was so much written in this thing that I absolutely couldn't believe. And the nicest things, like it, nobody, nobody, everyone took it seriously. Yeah. Because I really was leaving. It wasn't. It wasn't a yearbook. If it was a yearbook, they would have written stupid shit. Yeah. But because I really was leaving, everyone was very sincere, and the outpouring of emotion from stupid kids was like it really, really uh, moved me. Even way back then, it's the only thing I can even remotely think of. But you are universally loved. I believe that you give out far more than you take. Thank you. Um, you're just like a good human. I don't want to say it's not like, and that's all the time we have. No, I'm not saying goodbye to you. Um, but I do want you to ruminate on the fact that you are loved Thank for you. a few minutes while we, uh, uh, I'm going to play a, I think I should do a, a East Coast feed because that's pretty quick. And, <laughs> and, and you know those guys. And I think it's date night. <laughs> nice. so let's just check in real quick with the East Coast feed. Danbury Chive. I think it's Brooke and the Kazman. Roll it hell. This one is Ryan. Look, it's Brooke and the Kazman. Can you hear us? I don't know if you can because sound quality is not a good big thing today because you can hear the pouring rain. We're in New Milford, as usual, on Bank Street, as usual, at Zaragoza, as usual, for the first date night since the quarantine. They obviously have an outdoor seating area, but it's pouring rain. Oh my God! So I don't know if you can hear that. You probably can hear that because, you know, sound quality. Um, we just wanted to say that we love you guys and hope you're staying safe. And anyone else to add, Brooke? She is super talkative. And she's also a little upset because she did her hair and now it's getting flat. So we want to record as fast as possible so we didn't miss anything. All right? Love you guys. (laughs) All right. I love those guys. Um, Do you know the restaurant they're sitting at was – do you remember the Adam Sandler movie Mr. Deeds? Yes. That's literally – that's Mr. Deed's Pizza Place where they shot the movie where they're sitting right oh, there. Oh, damn. Okay. It's a, it's a real street and a real restaurant in uh, in New Milford, Connecticut. Fantastic. <laughs> it's okay. pretty funny. But cool. it happens to be her favorite restaurant, so they go there all the time. And meanwhile, I just – I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another that is one, awesome. Another one of those, like, funny childish movie that actually has a good heart and a good message if you can see through the, <laughs> the fart humor. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, real quick. You brought a mask. I love that you were wearing one. I don't have mine here. I guess it's on the counter. But if you run into somebody on the street and they're not wearing a mask, and they should be, you could say to them, hey, need a mask? Shopponsker.com. That's something you could do. Just saying. That's where we got ours, and we love them. Actually, I get so many compliments on my number one mask. It's the Italia from the Hunziger website. But it's red with a little uh, number one meatball on it. Uh-huh. I get so many compliments. Oh, that's a cool mask. Oh, where'd you get that mask? I'm proud to say. Shopponsager.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> they all expect me to say Target. <laughs> 
I don't mean our car people. I mean, like, you know, if you're out at the store and somebody says, it's so funny. Um, all right. We talked about the motoring club send-off. I feel that it is now time to get to the proper John Benton send-off <laughs> because I didn't get to go. It was a, The heat here in Los Angeles has been astronomical, and Mrs. Ryan just simply can't do the heat. Yep. Um, in fact, she can't do much these days. It's not going well with her MS and stuff. Um, so whatever. You'll see her after the show. But <laughs> you can see her. No. Um, but she's just you'll, – you'll see. She's struggling a lot. And, um, um, and we weren't able to go. And it really – you know, I was texting you right up until the last minute. It was hurting my heart because I almost jumped in the car so many times until we literally put a movie on. So I was sitting with her like, all right, I'm not going to leave her. Okay, we're <laughs> – I can stop thinking about it now. Um, but I do know that Mr. Benton throws one hell of a party. I do know that you were the uh, uh, guest of honor, and I would love to hear a little bit about it. I saw photos. I saw a tiny bit of video. Yes. Um, and it, it looked like a blowout. So anything you want to tell us? Uh, we didn't want to make it big. That was one thing that we genuinely didn't want to do. Because of COVID, just respectful uh, of uh, the quarantine, the lockdown, and um, common courtesy. So it didn't really end up anywhere. It was kind of sent through DMs or texted to people. And a lot of people said that they would come. At the same time, the heat, the distance, Anaheim's not close to anything. Uh, especially on the west side. Yeah. So I, I completely understood that people would have other plans and people wouldn't be able to make it. That said, I was looking forward to having a good time because, uh, as I was saying earlier, that would be the last time I'd have fun. Uh, anything after that would be somewhat rushed, quick. And work to yes. get things ready, yeah. Exactly. So it, it was planned. Um, Lucas uh, Blanchard came down from... Oh, he's a great kid. Great kid. He came down from Modesto, so he was with me. And uh, I, I remember texting you, there was no way we were coming back to Simi Valley that yeah. night. Yeah, I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't rea- one, I didn't realize you moved to Simi. And then I had asked uh, Sid, I said, well, is there any chance you're going to be in Malibu on Sunday morning? Because I, you know, then, because I could maybe bring her, whatever, that might work. Yeah. The morning hours, it's much cooler, especially going to the beach, blah, blah, yeah. blah, versus Anaheim. Uh, uh, and you responded with, I know I for sure will not <laughs> be in Malibu no. <laughs> tomorrow because I'm spending the night in Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I didn't care that I didn't, I, it meant nothing to me like, oh, I'm going to get drunk or I'm going to get high or it, none of that. Just the fact that it meant to me that you were like committed to this is what I'm doing. And, uh, and I think that that was the best possible mentality. So yeah. how'd it um, go? I was super excited, like anyone would be. It's the first time that someone has thrown a party for me. So that kind of got me going. And uh, it fell into place surprisingly well, in spite of the heat, in spite of all the other stuff uh, that was an obstacle, essentially. So that afternoon, actually, when you texted me, I was having lunch in Simi. So we drove down. Um, the 911 was there. So I picked up the 911. We went and checked into the hotel, and then we came back. And by the time we came back, there were a lot of people already there. Um, I tried my best to make an entrance. Yeah. So <laughs> I basically revved the 911 up and uh, almost got it airborne. Not proud of that, but fortunately, everything was fine. What, jumping into the Benton complex <laughs> yes. over the, <laughs> the storm? Yes. <laughs> Uh, for, fortunately, it didn't get airborne. Everything was fine, but um, closest thing I've ever you tried. Get out, just give, throw the keys to somebody. I'm here. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's so not you, even a little bit. It isn't. <laughs> but I, I was persuaded um, to make an entrance, and I was like, hey, you know what? Might as well. Uh, so I did. Uh, people were already there, and I basically made my rounds, said hello to people, and it was it was also really heartwarming that people had made it out on such a hot day. But more importantly, people had made the effort to come by, say uh, their goodbyes, and just spend some great uh, moments, even if it was half an hour where people just have a beer, grab a taco, and then hit the road, or some people who stayed later into the evening, um, relaxed for a little more time, and then uh, left around 10, 30, 11. Some people who came at 9.30, stayed till 11.30, 12, then left. But um, I think it was five or six of us left at about 12.30. A.M.? And, uh, Already started at 5 p.m. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a good run. <laughs> it is. It really is. And I remember um, John and Brenda left. They'd been up since 5 that morning. And uh, they said, you young guns, keep going. Have, have fun. fun. Here's the keys. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I remember that my head hit the pillow at 5.30 that morning. Oh, boy. Yeah. You must have just been up talking and laughing. I hope. I hope, anyway. That's it, what I'm envisioning. It, it was. It, it exactly. Like, none of us were getting trashed or anything. It, no, it wasn't sloppy. Just spending time. Just spending time. Valuable moments that um, just add to your mental book of memories. That You have to record it all at this point, don't you? Especially at Absolutely. the end when you're winding down. Absolutely. And it was it was the core group at the end. Oh, that's uh, great. So yeah, that's great, so great. great evening. I sh- I should say we ha- you agreed to do this show a couple days later. That's why otherwise I would have gotten in the car and probably would have dragged. No worries, because I, I completely understand. And I know. I remember I us drive. driving. I was checking the temperatures: one hundred and five, hundred and seven, hundred and ten, and I got to the shop and we were just helping to set up, and I started overheating. So I was you chugging. felt it. I did. Yeah, it happens to me too. I was chugging Gatorade in one hand. I was chugging water, and uh, eventually I managed to cool down. Yeah, but it, it wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Man, couldn't you pick a nicer weather time to leave <laughs> to have this whole <laughs> to have your life sinkhole? <laughs> Let me uh, stay the winter. The funny thing is, I, th- I, I mean, I, well, I know you're going to be just fine. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I know that this is one of those. Oh, it, it looks like <laughs> it looks like it's a big monkey wrench, but it's somehow going to put you on the path of exactly where you should be. And I know you believe those things too. I do. I do. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like. Do you have any thoughts yet? Not really. Not really. Um, a number of people have asked me, what are your plans once you get back to Dubai? And to be honest, I joke with them. I'm like, I just want to see New Year's Day 2021 mm. because this year has been interesting. Uh, but That'll um, be a celebration, won't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's funny. Uh, do you mind if I cut you off for one second? No, please, because the ahead. TBT video that we need to get to yeah. is along these same lines. So we have a TBT video because it is Thursday and that's what we do on Thursdays. Um but I, I, I found this the other night on my phone, and it was basically January to February of this year. Basically, this was 2020 before it hit the fan. <laughs> we, uh, we did one last Thursday, which was the Lit Week, which right. was literally the end of the fun. Yes. <laughs> that was the last time we all did stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is, like I think, leading up to Lit Week. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's called Lately, and it's January and February of this year. Um, but it's it's it's... 
It's when 2020 was a happy place. It's when nothing was wrong. Everything was great. <laughs> so long ago. So by all means, uh, please enjoy this. I, I hope you do. Uh, it's, it's pretty short. I think two or three minutes. So roll it out. I was inside. What happened? It's on the other side. Okay. Cool. So use the right door. The correct door. The right door? Uh, it is packed. This is the alley. Let's walk. Thank you, Telefunken. I should say that that video, along with the rest of the show, is brought to you by St. Clair Insurance. 
if you've got a boat, if you've got a jet ski, if you've got a collector car, if you've got a, a home, a business, anything that requires insurance, I'd like to remind you that the main difference between men and boys is the coverage for their toys. So I recommend that you check out St. Clair Insurance. Coverage for your toys. Coverageforyourtoys.com. We love St. Clair Insurance. It's uh, our Haggerty rep. Okay. Highly recommend it. He's been sponsoring the show. We love it. Um, Sid, <laughs> I don't mean to make you any more homesick by, uh, by car videos in Los Angeles, but um, you were, I think you were there that day at the Motoring Club, if I'm not mistaken. I... That, that, that was uh, um, Marco's, uh, uh, it was like the New Year's Day party. I felt like, I feel like I saw you there. And like everybody we knew was there. I, I wasn't. Um... Damn it. I see you there every other time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I w- now, now I remember, I, I know why I wasn't, actually. Um, Dad and Mom were in town. Ah. Yeah. For the holidays. Yes, for the holidays. So I was spending time with them. All right. Yeah. So did you? were you at any of that stuff? I mean, some of the breakfast clubs, maybe. Some of the breakfast clubs, maybe. Yeah. There was snowy in the beginning of the year, too. I Sticky forgot about that. Sticky and snow. No, I yeah. forgot <laughs> about that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they become so hard. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So anyway, what were you saying back with 2020? Uh, yeah, I mean, 2020, no one expected it to be this way. But <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> it is how it is. You gotta, you gotta roll with the punches, and uh, you gotta adapt. That is one of those things. But it's uh, there's a lesson, I guess. That's the way I try and look at stuff. There's a lesson to be learned from everything. Uh, there's a lesson to be learned from my situation right now. There's a lesson to be learned from the last seven months where I guess one, don't take life for granted and second, don't hold too tightly to certain things because tomorrow they may not be there. Um, and that's one of the things that's keeping me going, I guess. I don't know what the future holds. But, but I feel beginning. like you sort of were, I feel like you were this person already. I feel like you already were sort of a, I don't want to say like enlightened, but uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you, you already sort of knew that going with the flow was better than causing a ruckus. Um, is it maybe just a, a stronger reminder? Like it's really ingrained in your DNA now. Is that? I, I'd say so. Because I feel like you already had that lesson. I feel like you must have learned it earlier in life somehow. In a way, yes. I guess the seeds for that had been planted uh, early on because I'm an Indian citizen. Both my parents are Indian. But being born and raised in Dubai, you grow up with certain cultures. You see the way things are. Dubai is a very different place as compared to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then uh, going to Wisconsin, you saw a completely different side of life. Mm-hmm. You learned, or at least oh, I learned, that there were, yeah, there were different problems that people faced which were no less uh, important than what people faced in Dubai for that matter. And then you come to L.A., and in a way, I'm very grateful for my time in Wisconsin because it shaped me um, a certain way and I think gave me the tools to deal uh, with life in L.A. Not that life Isn't in that L.A. is hard or easy, but just being um, able to speak to people, just being nice, just not going out of your way to antagonize someone, which sounds simpler than it is, but that is one of the things that's been one of the main pillars of who I like to believe I am, yeah. <laughs> as uh, pretentious as that may sound. But yeah, that, that's it's not pretentious it when you're working very hard to be that way. That's true. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. 
you do the work, you kind of get to wear the hat. You know what I mean? It's true. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> sort, of the, sort of the thing. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's its own uh, lesson. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, you know, we, I have only known you a couple of years, but I do feel like we're all growing up together. You know what yes. I mean? Like we're all yes. sort of – we're all spinning around the globe together. Yeah. Um, from the Mr. Benton to John. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. all the little things. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like maybe, you know, we all came into this little Porsche world kind of new guppies and like, oh, maybe our suits are starting to fit or something. You know what I mean? Look at the Feifel from American Tale. Look, Daddy, it fits. Yes. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, let's see. All right. Well, I've got stuff on the card here. Um, social media, I figured, would be a way that we would – I mean, it's kind of how we all interact nowadays. Sure, we see each True. other on the weekends or whatever. But that's not going to go away, right? I mean, No, no. So you're going to probably still be active. If anything, you're going to be, be able to bring more stuff to us and us through you to yeah, them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That, to me, is kind of an exciting opportunity for what we could do with this. And I don't mean like yeah. – pen pals but you know a modern day equivalent yeah absolutely and i've been telling people um my number my phone number is not going to be the same once i go back it'll be changing so the only one of the only ways and the almost the quickest way to keep in touch with me is through instagram mm-hmm. uh, a message or comments or any of that stuff but it, it's it's actually uh, great that you brought up social media because i was thinking about this the other day in a way a number of the connections that i've made uh the people that i've met was partly down to Instagram because I was following these people when I was in Wisconsin and it was an indicator of how much time I had but how little there was to do. When there's a blizzard blowing outside, Mm -hmm. there's not much you can do besides sitting at home and watching YouTube or looking through social media, Instagram for that matter. And I was pretty familiar with people in Southern California without ever having met them. Mm. So... It was... So you had a primer before you even got out here a little I bit. I did. I did. And when I came out here, it was simply a case of, I know this person, but how do I walk up to them and introduce myself the right way without making them uncomfortable, but saying, hey, I follow you. I really love the work that you do. And uh, this is who I am. And I want to say 75% of the connections that I made was through that. I remember meeting the professor at a show. And uh, he Love was the with professor. the professor. Shout out to the professor. Yes. Love the professor. He, he was with Oscar. It was one of those shows at the um, the park in Van Nuys, I think it is. Okay. They were having the French or German car show, classic car show. Oh, neat. And I remember seeing this gentleman. I was like, I'm 100% sure that's a professor. <laughs> How am I going to find out? Walk up to him, stuck my hand out. No better way, no better person, by the way, to, to try this out on <laughs> than the professor who is Literally. going to love you right back. Yes. And, um, yeah, I remember meeting uh, Derek, Derek Whitaker with uh, the stupid car yeah. at um, Trancus when Trancus used to happen. This is the name of the car, in case anybody didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a judgmental sin. No, no. <laughs> Derek and his stupid car. Um, I remember meeting uh, Trancus, him. Trancus, yeah, sure. Yeah, way back in the day. And that's how I met a lot of people. And then once people started putting the face of the name, it became uh, incredibly easy. Did you have your 9-11 right away? Because I, 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 did you have your 9-11 right away? I feel like I knew you when you got it, but I could a few be months later. confused. A few months later. So I came to LA in August 2017, and I got the 9-11 in November. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it Not was pretty long. quick. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. knew you 
You knew what you were going to do. You knew who you were following on Instagram. <laughs> kind of. But that uh, kind of leads me uh, somewhat off the path where um, I've said this before and uh, I'll say this again because the story is completely true. Uh, nothing has changed. I came to LA and I didn't know anyone. The only person I knew who had met before was um, John Benton. I'd met a couple of other people, but just meeting him for the first time, that that warmth, that response. Mm. And I was there, I, I was there at the shop for four hours or so, but just, I'd say something and two seconds later, someone would show up with a part saying, explaining the intricacies of that to me. Whoa. And it was amazing. So when I came to LA, I, uh, I, org- like, I sat down for uh, dinner with him and it was a burger and a beer. And I said, <laughs> uh, Mr. Benton, literally Mr. Benton back then. <laughs> that that wasn't uh, that wasn't John, but um, I remember asking him like, uh, "Can you help me find an air cooled 911 that mm. I can daily drive uh, within a certain budget and a couple of other parameters?" And he managed to figure out exactly what I was looking for. He said, "The SC is perfect." I'm like, okay. And then the first car that he showed me had already sold. The second one that he showed me was what would become Wine 11. Uh, went to Idaho, uh, loved the car, and uh, it didn't really have a story. I got the car with very little history. But came from Idaho? Is that what you said? from Idaho, yeah. Oh, wow. It's lived a life all across the States. It was an American car all through. But was in California for a while, went up to Idaho, got cleaned up, and then I brought it back. Cool. And uh, the car spent a month at uh, Benton Performance. The, the team made it daily drivable. And then I collected it, I want to say, the second week of uh, November. And after that, it was off to the races. Every show, every drive, every place I could take it to, it went. Partly because I wanted to go there and partly because that was the only car I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daily driver. Daily driver. One car to do it all. And so I loved that uh, that Jack uh, Olson video. You yes. Know, way back, one, one car to do it all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do we want to talk about that Wendy run? Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was one of the things that made me just, oh, that, 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 I liked you a lot, but that's when I just loved you because I was like, oh, my heart just went out to poor Sid because he's such yeah. a, this was not the guy for this to happen to on this run. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Shout out to Wendy, Wendy and Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Um, I met them very early on before I had the car and I was having lunch with them the other day and we were remembering these, these oh, times, good. these great times. But I was I was trying to go to every drive I could, and it was just, long story short, I ran out of ability. Um, uh, the longer story is, we met up for a drive. Wendy started organizing these drives. Limited crew, I think it was 25, 30 people. Tops. Tops. Tops no that more. day, yeah. yeah. We, we didn't uh, want to get the attention of anyone. And we met up. I don't remember exactly what it was. Maybe it was a question of not being the right mindset, Wrong place, wrong time, bad luck, or just me being foolish. Um, I went around a corner, too hot. I was chasing someone who was way above me in terms of skill. The person was a racing instructor. And we were all very close together. I should say, I mean, you were only two cars in front of us. There was one, and then you were the next car. Right. And I have the last picture of you going into the turn that you didn't come out of. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I went in too hot, um, Managed to correct, and it just ran out of space because car went around this 90-degree corner, which was somewhat correctly banked. 
um, and went in like this, straightened out, but just understeered sideways into a guardrail, which saved me in a number of ways. Did it? That's I mean, thing. that's a weird one because it's yep. almost like, oh, six or eight more inches and you you may have actually cleared that whole thing because you had corrected. Right. But meanwhile, like, oh, would you rather the guardrail not be there because there was nothing after it? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, it, it's a simple case of what if. There could have been worse consequences. Sure. Uh, I could have cleared it. Um, but yeah, it was in the initial minutes after that, it was just like adrenaline. Okay, I need to get that down because otherwise my mind is racing and I'm not going to get anything productive out of this. Um, I'm going to stay up here. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Jimmy and Wendy, that day, that bond was solidified. Wow. Uh, they stuck around. They were there for me. And a lot of other people were as well. I remember Jack Schroeder, great guy. And I remember meeting him uh, back in the day. He was, he'd just come to SoCal, uh, Red SC. Okay. Uh, Targa. And, um, he had he was one of the faster groups so he had taken off those guys turned around came back and they were just making sure that I was okay and they're like look Sid it's just a car you're okay that, that's all that matters and it was a very very long ride back to Anaheim with a uh, flatbed driver <laughs> who was like look I've pulled cars out of this this hill a number of times trust me you got away lucky the car is not damaged that badly you'll come out of this I'm like, surprised it wasn't drivable. Was it actually was it was it pushed into the wheel on the right side there? Not that much. The fender was kind of crushed, but it wasn't pushed into the wheel. What I was concerned about was that the oil cooler lines were pinched. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was, and there was fluid. That's right. Yeah, That's and right. the car had been running warm before that. I just didn't want to take a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't push it now. Right? Exactly. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So the car went back to the shop and. Um, I just don't want anyone else to think, like, it got wrecked. Like, no, it was no. very small. It was like the headlight rim and, like, just a little bit of the... Right. Yeah. It was, it, like, the fender took most of the impact, and it was just body work. Yeah. Uh, took the car to the shop, and John was working alone that day. He was just getting some hours and getting uh, some stuff sorted. And I'd called him, and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yes. He's like, okay. We can no handle biggie. the rest. Right. Car went. Um, uh, he saw the car. He's like, initially, he looked at it. Like, it may not be that bad. Fired it up, and after it, like, kind of cleared its throat, just like, the engine's fine. Uh, the suspension feels fine. We'll have to check it, but it looks like bodywork. What I remember most is the fact that he took time off, out of his day and spent the rest of the day with me, oh. making sure I was in an even keel. And remember, even um, Ian came later and spent time with me as well, and... It wasn't just sympathy. It was just making sure that I was okay mentally. Physically, I was fine. But just... He's like, really good at... He feels it. So he, he knows if you're not. You he know does. I mean? He's such a good empath like that. Yeah. And he's just... I mean, when you said before, when you get that... When you give that to John Benton, he, you get it back Absolutely. in a hello. So I know what you mean when you when you approach him the first time. I know exactly what you mean. Right. Oh, um, man. He spent the rest of the day with me and... Uh, I went back, by the time I went back home, I think I went back home at 10 at night. So we had lunch and then went to his house and I spent the rest of the day there. But went back at 10 at night, woke up the next morning and I was like, it's not the end of the world. Um, knock on wood, the car was repaired in a surprisingly short time. Very short time. Uh, insurance uh, was amazing. They paid out, they made sure the car was whole, I was whole. 
and uh, the work was done to a very high degree by this body shop that John recommended, uh, Shane at uh, East Auto Body in uh, Orange. Great work, and the car came back, and I remember people telling me immediately after I had the issue, Sid, you'll come back better than what the car went in as. And John said the same thing, and I kind of took it to heart, so... Oh, sorry, Sid. No worries. That was just you there. I was trying to see if there were any comments, but I don't know how to do this, so please continue. (laughs) But um, the car did come back better. Better tires, better oil cooler, uh, new headlights. And I was thinking about it on the drive today as well. Ever since then, I know we joke around, there's a corner named after me, and (laughs) (laughs) it's a point of pride and also a reminder to me not to be foolish in future. But every time I've driven that road again, it's a great road mm-hmm. as long as you know what you're doing. You don't get out of second gear. You make, sure you, you make sure your car's set up right. Once you do that, I've gone up that road hot. Um, not, once again, not being foolish, I know my abilities and where they end now. It's just an elastic band, right? You it can, is. You can pull on it. Just don't snap it. Exactly. And um, it's been great, but... I met a lot of people after uh, the accident before I got the car back. And I got some great advice from people. Hmm. But one thing I do remember is the professor telling me, he's like, there's one rule that I live by every time I go out driving. He said, always leave just a little bit back mm-hmm. that you can put in your pocket. And that bit that you put in your pocket will get you back home safely. I love it. Words to live by. Yeah, Especially 100%. every time you go driving. So I've never heard that from him, but I absolutely love it. Yeah. But that is, uh, that's been the whole story, essentially. And ever since then, it's been making the car my own with uh, cosmetic tweaks, stickers, like the headlights and everything. But mechanically, um, knock on wood, the car has been very solid. Outstanding. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? That's the question on everyone's mind. <laughs> are you selling it? Does it stay here? Are you shipping it home? What's happening? When I got the news that I was going back home, that was the biggest thing that I had to take care of. Sure. Stuff goes into boxes and I'll get it home somehow. Uh, but the car was the biggest thing. And I, I've i got to admit, I did come pretty close to selling it. Oh. Uh, and I, I didn't tell anyone this, but it was a question of uh, being financially prudent. Um, just leaving this car here doesn't make sense. How? Who's going to store it? How's it going to be taken care of? Right. And John stepped up again. Mm. So I'm leaving it with him. He's going to store it for me, and uh, he's going to work on a few things on the car, make sure it's running well, just because things are so if uncertain right If now. it's under his custodianship, at the very least, you know it is fine. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. It was just that, that peace of mind. and um, Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, just, just John being so giving. It's something that I'll be eternally grateful for. Listen, here's the weird thing. I mean, all of us, especially the ones who personalize our cars like we have with the stickers or the racks or the headlights or whatever, um, they become our little avatars. They do. And people, it turns this town into a small town because it's not just a fleet of (laughs) black tinted cars and silver Mercedes and whatever. Um, And I feel like if that car's here, that feels like a little bit of you is here. Like there are parties at John Benton's and like, oh, that car will be in the corner and it's Sid's car. Yes. It's not just a Porsche. It's got the stickers and it's Sid's car. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So there's a really neat element for us who have to say goodbye to you where we sort of kind of a little bit don't have to. Yes. 
because we've got you on social and the car's right there and mentally <laughs> we can we can connect those dots exactly and um i'm i've never been one to toot my own horn but do it now's the time here we go <laughs> um shout out to uh, ezekiel wheeler zeke of autoconduct he reached out to me and he's he says uh I want to write a piece, a small piece. It's mm. going to be a half-page thing for the uh, PCA magazine, uh, Panorama. Oh, great. And uh, I was like, are you sure? I mean, there are way better cars out there. He's like, no, 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 trust me. It's you. I've got You're the this. story. That's amazing. So he, he wrote a half-page piece, and one of the first things that he wrote in, like, I want to say the second paragraph or something, one of the lines was, it's become a rolling calling card. And when I read those words, I'm like, yes, that is accurate. And then after that, um, ben Cahan of uh, Four Speed Films, great kid, based in Burbank, and he and his dad are died in the world hot rod enthusiasts. Anything with an American V8, they'd love. Mm. But at the same time, they know the Emery's from back in the day when Valley Customs oh, was sure. a thing. Yeah. So he reached out. Like I'd taken photographs uh, of his Mustang. And he reached out to me after I put the news out there. He's like, I don't care how we do it. I don't care when we do it. You tell me, and I want to come and shoot a video on you and your car. I said, I'd be honored. So one Monday morning, he and his dad came to Simi Valley, and uh, we shot a video of the car. And I was, I was telling them this when I met them at the uh, Benton party. When I left, I think we met at 9.30, and I left them at 12.30 because I had to run for a film shoot Jeremy Hessler was shooting a short that was a different story but I remember leaving and I was like I don't care how this video turns out hmm. just spending time with them quality time with them with these, this father and son uh, was amazing uh-huh. that's all that matters to me and two weeks later Ben's like video's going out tomorrow be ready it's going out at 12pm cool and I was out somewhere I don't remember where I was but I told dad and mum they got to see the video before me. <gasps> Actually, I remember where I was. I was, in, I was in San Diego. I'd gone for the day. And I get a call and they're like, he's done a great job. And more importantly, they said, we're very proud of you. I've never really brought this up, but I'm very thankful to my parents because in many ways, I wouldn't be here without them raising me the way they did and without them just being the people they are. I'm an only child, so that makes even more of a difference. But, yeah. So they called me. They were like, we're really proud of the way it turned out. We're proud of you. This is great. I went home. I saw the video twice, thrice, just to get um, a grasp of everything. And I've got to say, Ben did an amazing job. Wow. Uh, A lot of people reached out to me. They said, he's captured the essence of who you are, and he's captured the essence of that car. And they all ended by saying... Do not ever sell that car because that car is you. And I said, I'm glad I made the decision not to sell it then. Holy crap, Sid. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I mean, that's emotional stuff. Yeah. But the last six weeks have been mostly like that. Since the news is broken, the amount of stuff that has come my way, fortunately, uh, or, or just like the stuff that's been happening it's it's insane especially considering the fact that for the last for the first 6 months of this year we were on lockdown yeah so it's been amazing
on every level. I hate that it's time for us to say goodbye. <laughs> Is there anything that we should cover that I didn't get to? I feel like uh, most of the stuff on the card just got taken care of. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll, I, I just want to say I'm incredibly grateful, incredibly thankful for all the opportunities that I've gotten thanks to people who've looked out for me, who've liked me. <laughs> This is your camera. This is your time. That red light right over there. You go ahead and talk to them, buddy. Um, thank you very, very much. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Wisconsin was great, but LA is home. And uh, I, I, I said a few words at the party, and I remember saying this, and I'll repeat them on camera for everyone here. I'm leaving a part of me behind in LA, and uh, one way or the other, somehow I will come back to LA, whether it's for a, a week on holiday, whether it's longer term, I will be back at some point. So I'm not saying goodbye. I'm saying till we meet again. Ugh. <laughs> You're something, Sid. You seem too young to be a gentleman. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're an old soul. I think we've had that conversation before. Yes. I don't want to get into what you believe, but I feel like you've, you've spun around this thing a couple times maybe and and maybe that's why you have this at, at your age and are able to do stuff with it like you are. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I just think uh, you're a really great person. I think you're Thanks. a very special friend, and I'm going to miss you for a bit, but yet kind of not really. Yeah. And I'm going to focus on that part because your car's here, and I'll be able to look at you in my phone all the time. Well, at least your work. <laughs> I don't believe I've ever seen a picture of you posted by you. <laughs> very rare. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, if you and the missus end up in Dubai, please look me up. I'll be more than happy to show you around. Thank you. That's amazing. I think I'm trying to think if this picture, this picture may or may not have been taken in Dubai, but you certainly wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if Jay's, yeah, I don't remember if Jay Leno's come to Dubai. He, they went together. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, that that was that Back was in the day. that wasn't a joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. She was there with Craig Robinson for a USO tour. They had ah. to go. They went to. They were going to Afghanistan, but they flew to Dubai, and that's where they stayed off of uh, yes, whatever. So they yes. all like there's some mall where you can drink alcohol at five in the morning or whatever. And it's like <laughs> that's where you have to go, but you have to walk through an abandoned mall. She's got great stories. Anyway, that was that was I. There's no reason to bring that up. But yes, it's possible. It's possible. She's already been. I've never been. I've only watched the Casey Neistat videos. <laughs> flies, <laughs> flies on Emirates and yes. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just love you. I just love you. This isn't goodbye. I love that it's until we meet again. Um, know that this is always open to you as well. Thank you. Um, this is something we are able to do satellite live now. Right. Um, that might be a fun thing. Yeah, to have absolutely. to be a way to check in, and then if we got to, oh at, at whatever on this day, then everybody can watch or whatever. I guess people are doing it on Instagram too, but maybe we can do it here too. Absolutely, and I'll be <laughs> uh, following along on all your uh, podcasts. Thank you, brother. I was trying to remember, weren't you here like when we just got this? To, I think we just were turning this into a studio because Benton was like one of the first desk and chairs guests. Yes, yeah, and that's when you came, I think, right? Yeah, that was the last time we came. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I love it. We, <laughs> I love the stickers. Made a few changes. Yeah. I, I love the stickers. As you know, I'm a sticker fiend. So funny, yes. But um, I love the scenery. I know this <laughs> desk has got some serious history. The chairs as well. You're awesome. Uh, I love you. I just don't want to say goodbye if it's not apparent. Uh, to everyone else at home, let's see. 
talk to you for a second. Uh, tomorrow is Friday. Oh my gosh, Breakfast Club already. Yeah. UBBC up in the mountain, although it's not official. It's really just donuts and distancing, but we'll be up there. And uh, Sunday, I know we'll be at Malibu Kitchen. Saturday, I think I'm at Smoking Tire doing stuff. So finishing that studio. We, oh, yeah. We, yeah, we've got the wall up today and everything. It looks nice. great. I'm really excited about that. Do you listen to the Smoking Tire or do you watch that show? Or do you I know? See, I see some of them. I remember seeing the one with um, Magnus and Hannah a while back. Yeah. I've seen a few others. Yeah, like occasionally guests will come on and I'm like, I have to watch that. Same, yeah. And I, I like that he's got the video. I mean, right. so I can watch it. And now we're using the same system. Like it's literally, it's like another annex of this. Oh, fantastic. Kind of how it, it all operates. So yeah. um, it's actually going to be fun. Actually, I should, oh, that, I, mm, maybe I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm going to be, Zach's out of town next week. And okay. I'll be producing some episodes of uh, Smoking Tire with uh, with uh, Matt Fair in that new studio I was telling you about. Nice. So yeah. funny. <laughs> how I had to remember that. Um, and that's it. And that's it. And Sid, you should find on in- Instagram. Sid, what's your handle? At Sid Bonde one <laughs> Will that be, that'll all stay the same, right? That, yeah. that, that shit doesn't change. No. Are you on anything else? Twitter and Inst- Instagram's basically it. Instagram's basically it. Don't you have another account? I do. Uh, it's, it, or is that, are we not doing that one anymore? Was it Nocturnal Bandit? Nocturnal Bandit. Yeah, I've kind of let that go. Oh, okay. I think uh, when I, <laughs> like when I leave... Like to the point where your friends should stop following it or, <laughs> or keep maybe. it going? Maybe. It was a blog. It was a great... Like, it opened a number of doors for me early on. It kind of facilitated a number of connections, a lot of um, uh, which still exists. But I've stopped blogging, and I think when I'm leaving LA, I'll, I'll kind of end that. But, oh, uh, I was thinking yeah. you might have a chance to start it up again. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll open up on another platform or oh, I see. do something else. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So Sid Pandy won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you at home. Uh, please love one another. Um, have a great weekend. And we'll see you out there. We'll see you out there, Sid. I like that. We'll see you out there. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> oh, Sid, I don't want to say I'm a sensitive guy. Here's what it is. Thank you.